Welcome to our brand new podcast. He say. She say. I'm your lovely co-host, Marquita Watson. And I have here with me my handsome co-host and husband. Ralph Watson, a.k.a. Boogie. Now, to start this adult podcast off right, we want to let you know that we're going to be discussing real life issues and situations. We look forward to hearing from our family, friends, and our community of listeners on topics they'd love to hear from us and discuss our views on how we respond and deal with some similar situations. For our first episode, we've decided to shine a light on our real-life journey of how Ralph and I met while he was incarcerated, how we made it through seven years of his incarceration, and where we are today. Now, remember, this topic that we're discussing today is a topic that is our real life. And if you'd like to weigh in on this subject, don't worry. Feel free to message us at he say, she say, Marquita and Ralph at gmail.com to have your questions answered and to share similar stories. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, let's dive in. So, we're going to go ahead and start this podcast off right, and I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Ralph, a.k.a. Boogie, and let him dive in on the story of how he and I met. With pleasure. Okay. This is what I remember. And this is being serious now. In 2009, I met your father. Mm-hmm. Mr. What is it? Anthony Zachary or Zachary Anthony? Anthony Zachary. Anthony Zachary. And um, I was going, you know, I was incarcerated, as she said, with her father. And I was working in the kitchen, and I was kind of like the go-to guy. So his Sally, my homie, Clyde, when I came to give him a look, it was basically just bell peppers and onions. The and good. the good goods. <laughs> so when I was giving it to him, you know, he was like, oh, hold on. I'm going to introduce you to my celly, Zach. He telling me that he want a job, that he used to work in the kitchen at other penitentiaries and this and that. I said, okay, if he's a friend of yours, he's a friend of mine. I'll speak with the supervisors and we'll see what we can do for him. Now, I knew he was gonna end up getting the job because, you know, like I say, I was the go-to guy. So this was only like a Friday, so I spoke with the guy on the Monday. Sure enough, they called Zach over there, and um, he got the job that Tuesday. While we was um, working together, like I say, I was the go-to guy, so we had Things already going on. I had been there for three years inside that job. You know, so we had a few things going on. But I didn't know, could I trust Zach to come into the crew that we had going on? So, you know, we took a vote. It was like six of us. And then I had to test them, you know. So I gave them some stuff to bring back to the house. 
And I had my homie, who was the officer, shake him down and take it from him. And to see what he tell, who he got it from. I must say, and I tilt my hat to Mr. Zach, he passed the test. <laughs> you know, so from that day, I let him into the crew. And basically, it was just like a little stealing ring, basically. You know, each man had a little something to do, and the other guy had something to do. And as long as everybody did it together, you know, it usually worked out. So, like I say, this was in 2009. Three years had passed, you know. Him and I had got cool. You know, he was, you know, in with the crew. You know, and he was what people may call an opposition. You know, he was against the disciple. You know, I had just, be, you know, retired from being a black peace stone ranger. You know, so it was an odd group, but we had a vice lord. We had a little neutron. We had another stone, right? So it all worked out for us. You know, and um, three years passed, you know, and I must say I kind of took to Zach because he was a, you know, good guy. He didn't get in a lot of trouble. And um, after maybe three years of the ring going on, something took place to where, um, you know, a lot of merchandise got confiscated. A lot of bell peppers and onions and cheese, basically. <laughs> the good goods. The good goods. So when all of these things got confiscated, you know, they had to call us over to Internal Affairs and they wanted somebody head on the platter. Basically, they knew it was me who was running the ring, but nobody told on me. So they really couldn't, you know, really charge me with, you know, with the merchandise. So because everybody held their weight, I still end up getting shot by friendly fire and they took my job. No consequences for the good goods. You know, it was just, we got to get this guy out of here. We know he has influence. This is what they were saying. We know you have influence. We know you're not going to tell. We didn't catch you with nothing. Nobody told on you. But we know that you know something about it. And some tell us that you're the man. So you're going to get hit by friendly fire. So I basically told him, I understand the price of loyalty. You know, it happens. You know, I don't have anything to say. I don't eat bell peppers and onions, so it wasn't mine. Um, so that's 2012 now. And here goes the big story here. One day in 2012, I want to say around May 5th, around Cinco de Mayo, maybe May 6th, um... You know, I had still had my hands involved in the ring. You know, I still knew where the bones were buried. I still know how to do this, and I still knew how to do that. So they kind of needed me sort of to kind of orchestrate the things. And then I was cool with the officers, so who better for to still be a part of it but then a man who got the keys and the, the guy who can let them just go right past the officers. So... You know, I held my position. Long story short, one day around May 5th, May 6th, Zach came back into the unit that we was in. You know, he was upstairs, I was downstairs. You know, I had become the porter, basically the, the um, you know, I call myself a technician, actually janitor. 
basically is what it was. It was a janitor, you know, but I still had the run of the building and the run of the joint. So, you know, I, you know, I could still make things happen, you know, and Zach came in from work that night and he gave me the cold words, which is um, the, the chicken is in the mailbox. You know, and I gave him the thumbs up. That basically mean that we had, and I don't want to go into the, you know, all of <laughs> that, but we had a whole lot of chicken inside the garbage can and, um, you, you know, properly wrapped up, you know, for sale. And um, he gave me the, the cold word. I gave him the thumbs up. So now it's somebody else's job to go get it and move it over there. Later on that night, it would appear in my hands and, you know, we would split it up, this, that, and that sale or whatever. But while Zach was going to the shower, you know, like I said, I was the porter. So while I'm sweeping, you know, up and down the stairs and around the deck, he just started out of nowhere talking loud. It was maybe five people out there. You know, me and another one of my homies, another porter and another guy. Everybody else was locked inside the cell. It was time for, you know, lockup at this time. You know, and Zach coming back from work, he's allowed to shower. You know, us being porters, we're allowed to be out to 11. So I want to say this was around 8.30, which is what time we usually get in. And um, he was going to the shower. And I, you know, recall him, you know, just speaking loudly Man, these niggas are out there ain't about nothing, man. I got a good daughter out there, man. Good woman, man. Um, um, two kids, man, and she can't find no good man. All these rotten niggas, you know, mistreating her, this and that and this and that. Me being a type of person, I kind of stay out of people's business. And although I know Zach, I didn't think he was speaking to me because if he wanted to say that to me, he could have easily just said it to me. But for some reason, you know, it, it caught my ear, you know. So he was saying, yeah, man, she's a good woman. And only thing I think I can remember him saying is that she was 20-something. And I don't even remember him saying that. I just remember him saying, you know, um, you know, she's a good woman, man, and all them niggas out there, you know, ain't no good. So the thought came into my mind. Um, I wonder if I could write her a letter and make her day. I think I said I wanted to also send her a card in my mind. But in my mind, I was saying, now at this time I had already been gone seven years, you know, and I still had six more years to go. So, and you know, I had heard this story about people, family, you know, out there being, you know, mistreated. And I had gave, you know, some advice on a few um, people's family and, you know, um, you know, how to help them cope with being locked up and all that. But I had never written anyone, you know, even though I felt as though I possessed the power, man, that I could uplift someone. I had not done it before. But something rubbed my heart and said, man, ask him, would he allow you to just write her a letter to uplift her day? 
So like I say, it was around 8.30, maybe it's 9 o'clock now. I'm going back and forth. Around 10.35, 10.40, the officer yelling on the intercom, hey, y'all, y'all know it's time to lock y'all butts up, get y'all showers, and go ahead and lock up. So like I say, it's like 10.45, and the study going through my mind, accident of, you know, ask him to write it. I say, no, Boogie, don't do that. Ask him to write it. I say, no, 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 don't do that. Don't get in nobody else's business. He wasn't talking to you, but maybe he was talking to you. But what if he wasn't? But, you know, what if he was? So somehow I got the heart, man, the last five minutes of us being out. I had jumped in the shower, went back into my room, you know, went and threw my clothes into the washing machine for to get them washed up for tomorrow. Some say run downstairs. I ran downstairs to Zach's room. Went down to his room. And I asked him, hey Zach, do you mind if I write your daughter a letter to maybe uplift her day? Shockingly to me, he jumped up. Oh, yeah, book. I don't mind that. Hold on, man. Man, let me get her address. And be- I'm like, hold on. Hold on right there, Zach. <laughs> no, no, slow down a little bit. I don't want that woman's address. She probably don't even want you to give somebody locked up her address. And I don't want to see a picture, man. I just said I want to write her a letter to uplift her day. Do you mind if I do that? He said, yeah, boy, I don't mind that. Yeah, man, do that. I say, I'm going to write the letter. I'm going to bring it down here for you to read it. I'm going to put it in an envelope. I'm going to put my name at the top, or you can put your name at the top. You write her info on there, and you send it to her. And, man, if she want me to have her address or she want to write back, let her do that on her own, man. He said, oh, all right, man, that's cool. So, lo and behold, I went to my cell, you you know, went to bed, and I said all my prayers. And um, I remember getting up that morning saying, I want to write her a really touching letter. I know it's around Mother's Day. He says she got two kids. right? I want to just make her feel like, man, you know, forget all what's going on in the world. I'm, I'm not going to bring up what's going on in your life or nothing. I just simply, do you got that letter? I do. Okay. I, do. I, I, I would I like to read letter. that one day. <laughs> But I said, I would like to write her a letter. I I believe it's three or four pages long. So I wrote the letter. I put it in the envelope, came down there to the cell. And I was like, here, I would like for you to read the letter. He's like, man, I don't have to read the letter. I know you ain't in no book. I'm like, Zach, that is not how things go, man. Yeah, I've been knowing you. We turned out to be cool and all that. But you don't know what kind of letter that a man in jail is going to be writing to your daughter. So would you please allow me to, or, you know, read it for me, man. So I sat there and I'm looking at his face while he's reading it. (laughs) I see him smiling and I see him like, "Mm." so when he got through reading it, I remember him turning to me and was like, Oh, yeah, you did that. That you did. You did that, but I'm going to send this off to her. Right. I say, so just tell her that it's coming, man, so she can expect it. You know, and um, I watched him, you know, I, you know, intentionally watched him while I was working. I'm watching. I'm like, I wonder if he's going to put that letter in the mail. I say, if he put it in the mail, his job is done. So I actually saw him put the letter 
inside of the mail. So I said to myself, thank God. I appreciate that very much. I didn't tell him that. I was just saying, saying it to myself. And um, so I'm counting the days. Usually it takes three days to get to the person. So I'm thinking, so I'm waiting the one day, two day, three day. I'm waiting on him. I watched him also get on the phone. So I'm waiting for him to say, she got the letter book. That's all I want to hear. I figure if she got it, my job is done. I don't remember if he told me that you got it or not. All I remember is like, I was thinking like, I wonder what she's thinking about this letter from a guy in jail, man, she don't know, but I think she'll like it, man. Who doesn't like a letter or somebody to, you know, show them some attention, whether it's in here or out there. I know I feel if some come for me, so maybe that brightened her day. I do remember like it being Sunday and his mother's day, I said, man, and if she got it, so now I'm thinking, okay, if she got it this day and she write me right back, it probably going to take three days. I say, but she probably is not going to write back. I'm not going to exact no more about it. But he came and told me, oh, yeah, bub, she got that letter. I said, oh, my man. I said, oh, she got it? Okay, she got it. She got the letter. That's good. And um, I remember um, maybe... I want to say four or five days after he told me that, I received a letter from you. Mm-hmm. Now, do you want me do? Now, that's my story. That's your story. Okay. So, my story probably be a little different because you remember everything. Okay. You know, my memory is like shot. But I do remember him calling me and letting me know he was sending me a letter. He did not say it was from you. But when I did get the letter, because I got letters from him all the time, because me and him wrote. Um, But this letter I received before my surgery that I had at the time. And when I got it, of course, his information was on there. So I tossed it in my purse because I got it out as I was checking the mailbox that day. Put it in my purse. Um, So I think actually a couple days went past. And it was still in my purse and I forgot all about it. So on Mother's Day which was after my surgery, um, my grandparents and my, my mom and my aunts and uncles, everybody had came and got the kids and they was all at my grandma's house and they was giving me a day to rest because it was Mother's Day, but because I had just had my surgery, they just want to give me a day to rest. So I'm resting, I'm sitting there watching TV in the room and I'm like, oh shoot, I got a letter from my daddy that I ain't read yet. So I get it out of my purse, and I'm opening it up, and I automatically looked at it, didn't look at the name as I opened it, but I'm thinking it's from him. And I'm looking at the handwriting, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's not his handwriting. Where does letter come from? And that's when I started to read it, and I saw that it came from you. And I still don't know who you are, ain't seen you, don't know nothing about you. So, of course, I whip out the handy-dandy laptop. <laughs> kind of figured that. I whip out the laptop because, of course, I believe, was your name on there? Something was on there. But I ended up getting your number, your um, IDOC number. And I don't remember where it was in the letter. It was in something. I think he was like, if you want to write me back or something like that. So I looked you up. And I'm like, hmm. I wonder what you going to do that. <laughs> I'm like, oh. He got a little rap sheet. <laughs> he got a rap sheet. Okay. But, you know, 
I'm like, okay, well, at least I can do is write them back, tell them thank you. You know, I received a letter and it is what it is. But I wrote you back to thank you for the letter because, of course, at the time, I don't think you mentioned this part, but I was talking to somebody. And I was talking to somebody. um, We weren't living together, but he did frequent my residence. So, I mean, I got this letter from somebody that's in jail, but I got somebody we're not in a real relationship, but we was talking. Did he see the letter? Well, he didn't know at first. Um, I think you had written me a... We was writing for a little while before he even noticed. But okay. I think what happened was one day he was watching me get the mail. And sometimes he would get the mail and he knew that I was waiting for something. I think once your letter started coming, they didn't have my father's name on there no more. So he'd probably be like, um, who is this? But he never said that. So I remember taking the letter, because of course I knew it was wrong. You know, I'm writing you, but I'm talking to him. And I hid him in the drawer in my room. And I think I left to go to the grocery store or something one day. Cause like I said, he freaked, you know, he stayed over a lot. So he was there by himself. And I remember coming home, and he had all my letters. <laughs> he had all my letters. And I'm like, oh, Lord, here we go. Um, but he was like, oh, so you got me here. I'm doing this, this X, Y, Z, and you talking to a nigga in jail. And I'm like, oh, man, look, you doing your thing. You don't know if you want to commit. You don't know where you want to be, so... I'm going to do me. Now, hold on. Now, I remember when I first got your letter back from my letter. Mm-hmm. You know, it came through the door. And when they said, you know, they said your last name. Watson, I, yeah. <laughs> you know, jump up. I say, um, yeah. And when I got the letter, it said Marquita Norwood. I was like, oh, oh. So I set it on the desk that back there, my little dad. Let me see what you're talking about. I know she's just saying thank you for the this, that, and that. So I opened up your first letter, mm-hmm. which unfortunately I don't have your none of your letters because they um, they got misplaced when I got out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they made us send. Yeah, you didn't get any of your mail. Right. They made me send um, all my mail when I was getting out. But um, I remember getting your letter. I don't even know if I told your father that I got a letter back from you. Mm-hmm. I think I told him that letter. But when I got your letter back, I remember saying to myself, like I have a um, unique way of writing, mm-hmm. which is what I thought would catch your attention. My handwriting. It definitely did. Because I'm like, oh, he write real neat. Right. And you know, I'm I'm left-handed. And I think I wrote that letter like maybe five times. I tried to get it, you know, nice and neat and um right. And I have a unique way of writing. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of write like you're standing right in front of me as if um you're Speaking right there. It. Yeah, and then you know, I'm praying that when it get to you, that's how it is received. Right, right, right. Received. Yeah. And when I read your letter back, I said to myself, whoa, <laughs> don't nobody write like me, but she's writing as if she's standing right in front of me. <laughs> you know, and I had never seen your face. I didn't know a lot about you. 
but the way you wrote it was kind of like you was writing strictly from your heart, man. It was like you was serious and it wasn't a lot. You know, it was simply saying, thank you very much. You know, you must be kind of cool if my father let you write me. I didn't expect this to be yours. And then you told, told me the story about um, that you didn't know that it was, um, you know, from me that, you know, he had said so. But, um, and, um, but you went a little bit further than what I thought you would go. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, I think you would say it, um, uh, I think you told me about your um, surgery or if you asked me if he told me about it or you said something about, um, I don't know whether the guy you was with or something like that, but I knew that it was kind of like you was asked. Oh, and I think you asked me two questions. <laughs> That's what made me say, oh, she want me to respond back. <laughs> That's what that opens up the door for. Uh, it, it's like like two questions in there. I said, "Well, hold on. The only way I'm being answered is, <laughs> is, is if I'm gonna back? have to write back." I said, "You know what? I'm gonna you know respond back to a question." And I think you mentioned in there, you know, and Happy Father's Day if you have any children. That's what it was. I said, "Oh, she's trying to see <laughs> do I got any kids? First of all, and number two, I bet she looked me up." So if she did, and I know she did, maybe she liked you the ain't picture. Know <laughs> Look, maybe she liked the picture, so that's another plus for me. Mm-hmm. But I know she saw that rap she wore, <laughs> but she still wrote back. So let me just answer her questions, and let me just see what she write back. So I wrote you a response back to your letter, no, and you know, and like I say, I speak. I write how I talk, mm-hmm. right? So I said, and yeah, that was a kind of slick way to say if I have any kids, <laughs> but no, I don't have no kids. So I remember that part. I was cracking up. Right, there is no Father's Day warm um, on on Happy Father's Day um, needed for me, and um, I think right behind that letter, um, because you didn't mention you looked me up, mm-hmm. you didn't mention nothing about my record. But I knew it. So just say I sent that letter out on a Monday. Mm-hmm. I rerouted with another one on a Wednesday. <laughs> and I said, and I went into my whole thing. I said, look, man, I'm 38. Um, I've been incarcerated this many years. I got this many years. And something tells me you look me up. So obviously <laughs> you've seen my picture. And I don't know if you think I'm handsome or not. But um. And then I went on and on and on and on about basically, um, you know, what I had been locked up for before, you know, and so forth. I believe that letter was like six pages long. Right. You know, and um, well, do you recall that? I, I do remember that. I remember you um, trying to be funny, like, yeah, I know you looked me up. And I'm like, he don't know nothing. He's just guessing. But you know I did. Um, but yeah, I got all my letters. I actually have all of them. Right. So. Um, now, hold on. Now, also this. So, I told myself then, don't tell Zach. Because I was the type of person who, like I say, I didn't get in people's business. Mm-hmm. I didn't want people in my business. His initial um, 
um, um, me saying, him saying, I could write, and I figure you're grown, I'm grown. Right. So if she tell him, that's all. Then. Now, did he tell you how old I was when he was talking about me, or did he mention my age during that time? See, did you know right, I don't that know I was if, 25 at the right, time? Right, see, I don't know if I knew you was 25. I know I didn't know how you look. I don't remember him saying... 25. I don't really remember. So had you seen any of his pictures of his other kids or grandkids? Not. For the three years I knew your father, we was cool. And like a week before I asked him to write you, mm-hmm. I remember always seeing him go to commissary. And I thought, man, he got a good woman down on his team. You know, he must have a good wife. I've heard him over say he been gone like 15, 20 years. But this guy's a sucker because every time he go over to that commissary, he's dragging back bags of commissary and he's passing stuff out and he's doing this. He's mismanaging his finances to the utmost. So because he was a part of our team, I won't forget this, man. I pulled your father to the side. I asked Sally, would you step out for a minute? And, um... Well, I was like, hey, Zach, I'm not trying to get in your business. Um, I'm going to say this one time and one time only, and then I'm going to leave it. You can let it fly or you can let it apply. Um, Man, you go over there and spend $150 every time they go to the commissary. You passing it out. You doing this. I'm not going to say you making us look bad, but do you see us going to commissary? That's the reason we're in the kitchen making the money that we do to take the weight off of our wives and friends and family. Why do you, I don't understand, why do you do that every um, 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 week or every two weeks? And he went into a big teeth. And, oh, man, I got it like that. Don't worry. And that's when I started learning more about, you know, he had a truck. I said, okay, I'm going to just stop right there. This is what I would do. You go to the store one time, Zach. Get you a few two for ones. Get you some cookies, some cakes. What people need when they out, give them one for two. You can take it over there. I started off with twenty five dollars. It's been working for me for the last five years. We have built um, um, all types of um, um, poor boxes, and you know, bought each other's clothes and all that. So. You don't have to spend that much money, man. You can get your money and save your money, man. That's just what I recommend. You know, I remember him saying, okay, I hear you, Boogie. You know, and at the time I was selling um, 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 taffy candy. You know, one of my homies had showed me some ingredients and I gave him my word I wouldn't sell it till he leave. When he left, we took over the taffy industry. You know, and Zach was one of our main customers. He, you know, he'll come by $30 worth of taffy candy, you know, and give us all type of good food. And I just didn't understand it. So, you know, that's really what made me talk to him. So um, um, well, after that, that, you know, you know, like I say, he had started saying that. But I knew not to tell him my business because I heard him telling his business. So I knew he couldn't. You know, not my business, right? So I don't know. I just know that I um, didn't want him in our business. And, um, you know, that actually turned out because, like I said, we started off in May. You know, that is our, our anniversary, you know, Mother's Day. I don't think Zach knew 
until November that you and I was writing each other. Because I'm almost sure about that because he cussed you out on the phone about something. And that's what made me and him fall out. And that was in November of um, of 12, you know. So we have been um, writing each other back and forth basically every day. You know, I, I remember every day we used to you, um, um, write each other. I would get a letter from you almost every day. And... Um, I also remember, um, and I won't forget this part, that a lot of your letters kept saying, you know, because I don't know if I asked you to come see me or you say I'm going to come see you, but I remember you kept saying, I don't know what you expecting to see when you when I come up there. You know, um, I'm like, and I always told you, I'm expecting to see the person who is writing these letters. And if anybody else come up and you send somebody <laughs> else up here, that's going to be very wrong of you because they're not going to be able to respond back to the things that we've been talking about. I said, what do you mean by did, that? Okay. So yeah. what did you think that, what did you think I meant by it? I thought you meant that you was unattractive, that you was not what society considered cute, or pretty, or acceptable, or, um, well, I knew it wasn't good. I knew it was something that had something to do with, um, you wasn't 1,000% sure of that I would accept you. And I also remember saying, you know I'm in jail, right? <laughs> so I'm at the loading, at the lowest of the totem pole. So how can I... Have a judgment, and then you got enough heart to write a guy in jail mm-hmm. that you don't know nothing about. How do I suppose to say who is pretty? And then did you see my picture? And you oh, because we was on the phone. Mm-hmm. We well, started. we didn't we didn't start on the phone because we wrote a long, long time. time before we even got on, got the, on phone the phone. Because the first time you called me, you was I was work. at work when mm-hmm. I worked for Comcast, mm-hmm. and I snuck off to the room because I thought it was my daddy calling mm-hmm. me. And I'm like, what's up, big head? Right. And what'd you say? Like, I was like, um, <laughs> I'm not big head. I got a big head, but I don't think this is the one you're talking about because you had gave me your number. Mm-hmm. And I think you said, call me, you know, whenever you can or something. But you didn't but you give me. you still didn't, though. Right. But we, you, we didn't talk for a long right, time. Right. But It was months, wasn't it? it was like. Uh, I want to say at least two months, yeah. at least three. Yeah. So hold on, May, June, July, August. Yeah, at least two and a half, three months. Yeah. Um, you know, but I remember when I was on the phone, which I wanted to bring that up immediately. Now, what do you mean by... Well, you didn't get to do it immediately because I was at work, work. so I did have to tell you to call me back I, later on that but evening. whenever we had our first full, I think it was gave like 10, 15 minutes at the yeah. time, $10 a pop. The expensive ass call. If, uh, I'm not $10 mistaken, $10 like 10, 15 minutes. Right, I remember I wanted to get that out there quick. Now, I need you to explain to me, what do you mean by, I don't know what, or what, I don't know what to expect, expect. or I'm going to, to I don't expect. Know. I don't, like to this day, I don't know if exactly what I meant by it, but I think just me being self-conscious about myself and how I looked 
to me. Okay. I didn't know what exactly you were expecting. Were you expecting what y'all see on the videos and while y'all in the day room? Like, right. what you had previously been with? And, yeah, you know, I, I just... That. I, I wasn't sure what you were looking for. So I'm like, okay, well, let me just go ahead and put out here right now. You know, I ain't skinny. I ain't 120 pounds. You know, I got a little, I got a big head. Everybody in my family got a big head. Yeah. Um, well, you know, well, I'm I just, remember you saying a lot of that. And, I'm, and if I'm not mistaken, I remember saying, well, the only thing I want, whoever was writing these letters, sent her up here. <laughs> because... Sure. At, um, by that time, we had men divulge all types all of things about us, you know, <laughs> and you had shared some things that I felt like, man, this sister um, um, must have needed somebody to talk to because I also needed somebody to talk to. Like I said, I had been gone seven years. I had not had no um, outside relationship, you know, by choice. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there was a few guys who offered you know, their um, family members or their girlfriends, but, friends. So why did sister. you never write any of them? Um, to be honest with you, like I said, I had like six and a half years left. Mm-hmm. And that was my second time being incarcerated. My second 25-year bit, which you got to do half when you're in um, um, Illinois. And I knew what took place with me on the last bit, girls jumping in and out, lying in and out, and that just wasn't something, number one, I was waiting or ready for. And I didn't think there was nobody that I would be able to find in there who wouldn't do me like that. So I said, man, ain't no even need to start. Wait till you're like two years short and you got a little bit more to put on the table. Hey, man, I only got 24 months. Go on ahead and hang <laughs> out with me for a little while and you know, um, this, that, and that. But um, and I also didn't want to put the burden of a woman trying to be committed to mm-hmm. somebody in the penitentiary because I know that wasn't the easiest thing in the world, right? So I didn't want somebody to have to do six years of their life because some people think, oh, my life is on hold in this, right? So I told myself, do not do it. We had that discussion too, though. Yeah, and, and but the letter, the initial letter had no intent for no relationship. Right. And that's just honestly speaking, man. I don't think, and I, on my end, it didn't either. It was just like, you know, this was cool. You know, I ain't never had nobody just want to think of me in that way to yeah. send me something, don't even know me. You ain't never seen me. We, mm-hmm. Like you said, we ain't never talked on the phone. And out the blue, I just get a, a Mother's Day letter yeah. and just want to be like, I just hope you have a good Mother's Day. Yeah. You know? So, you know, that that was special to me. Yeah, I can see that. But now, what I do believe happened was because we didn't tell your father. Oh, hold on. Now, after the phone call, maybe two or three, maybe five, it was time for you to come see me. You said, I'm going to come see you. I don't know if I asked you or you said I'm going to come. I think we decided... To, uh, collectively, that okay, now it's time. Okay, because we had kept saying we're not gonna, we're not gonna make no visits, we're not gonna do this, we're not gonna send no pictures, we're not gonna do none of this right now. Exactly, we're gonna keep talking mm-hmm. and just see where it goes. Which you had already seen me. because what letter was it when you officially asked me? My birthday or your birthday? Or, or what you asked me? Oh, uh, 
Would you bring your butt up here? No. Or <laughs> when you we, like when we became official. What did I ask you? You got the letter. Did you don't remember what you, you remember what you asked me? Will but, you come up here? Not just will you come up here, but will I be your what your girlfriend? Oh, or? did I say that? Yeah. So I start mapping. <laughs> In the dough. <laughs> All right, so so hold on. I need you to I think it more. was about five or six letters in, though. So hold on. I need to see them letters because you need to know. Okay. But hold on. So so say I said what? Hold on. Say it again. Would you be my girlfriend? And what you say? Oh, huh? Go ahead. What you say? Now, was it put in like one of them cool school letters? Yes. Like, right, right. <laughs> I was like, Mark, yes or no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that. That sound like me, some you know, um, um, unique. So hold on. So when you said yes, was you still messing with the other guy? No, we was done then. Okay. Yeah, after them letters, he found we was done. So look, look, when he found the letters, what happened? We got into it, of course. Okay. We got into it, and he said, "I'm done. I want." I'm like, "Okay, bye." Because uh-huh. at that time, I'm like, "Well, we hadn't officially, you know, decided that we was gonna be together, but right. now." I I don't want to say it like now I got somebody to occupy my time because right. that sounds kind of bogus. But you know I ain't thinking about you. You don't know what you want to do anyway. So okay. I'm gonna put my focus over here. Okay. So now our first visit. Visit. <laughs> now hold on. Look, look. First of all, I didn't even have in a visiting list, so I had to first make one. Make the visiting list. One person name was on Wait it. Wait to get approved. Boom, that's it. That's all. So I got one person on my list. Boom, got it approved. I say, man, it's approved. It's on you yes, now. Yes, that's what we was waiting on. Right, we had right. to wait on that. Okay, so I'm waiting on you, and I think you said it again. <laughs> Look, I don't know what you expected. I said, would you just please stop saying it? Just come on, man. Just I just want to see the lady who has been writing these letters. Would you come on up here? So you popped up. Popped up. Early in the nervous morning. Nervous as hell because my daddy was the only person that I had visited. Okay. So I'm nervous going up and I'm like, oh, Lord, what, I'm finna go? what are we finna talk about? Right. Even though we had been writing, right. it was totally different than seeing somebody in person. So I'm like, oh, Lord, what are we finna talk about? I'm sweating. I'm like, Me too. Oh, I'm nervous. Boy, boy. So now look, <laughs> I hear your part on that side. Uh-huh. On this side, I'm praying like, man, God, don't let me go up and make a total fool of myself. <laughs> and, but, what I didn't say was this part. What? Maybe two months in, two or three months in, I remember, I wrote you in May, maybe March, maybe January, February, March, maybe February or March, you know, I had, like I said, I had been gone seven years. I had decided it was time for me to become a different person. Mm-hmm. I had retired from becoming a general for the Blackstone, started practicing Islam. Mm-hmm. Boom, you know, I was already not cussing, you know, already. I had started And I cussed like a sailor. Yeah, that, that is true, <laughs> but I told you, I'm not um, 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 tripping on that. But I had started making steps in my life to become a better human being, right. you know, and things had, things was going really, really well for me. You know, I didn't have no problem. I wasn't getting in no trouble, you know, although 
right? I was selling um, candy and I was the, the head of the little ring and I learned how to play poker and all this. I wasn't getting in trouble, my my um my my person. Everything just had stopped becoming better for me. So, and all them things was because I asked God. And one day, I want to say around March, I was walking upstairs and I leaned over on the rail. Wasn't nobody around me. Everybody was in the day room. It's loud. It's noisy. And I said, "Hold on, for one minute." I say, hey, God, you know what? I ain't never asked you to bring me a woman into my life. I don't care age, height, weight, size, color. I had um, 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 previously been with two European women, mm -hmm. and you was the first African-American woman. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, now I'm 30 years now. But at that time, you was the first African-American woman that I had been with since 1991. You know, which I didn't care about that. I just said, man, bring her into my life and let me know that's her. And I give you my word. I say, I'm not even going to say it. Just bring her, man. I think that's all I'm missing. I will not forget the day I you know, I call myself getting, you know, sharp as a tack versus a nail. You know, this which, was on a visiting day? Yeah, this okay. is on the visiting day that when the you first came, visit. the very first <laughs> visit, I was already sitting down or you was hold on, I wanna, No, you went in there. Right. I was in there waiting. You I'm like, sitting Where is down. He at? And and look at this, you gonna try to ask me what you had on and I'm you, not going to Because I remember what you had on. <laughs> I had the same thing on every day. Blue, every visit. Blue, blue and blue. But hold on. I was dug. It was fresh, though. I he was, was fresh. Always, he was fresh. He was creased up. Creased up, you know what I'm saying? saying new nice fresh cut. Cut, new fresh. Always new fresh cut. Always. You know, but I remember walking into the um, room. It was a lot of people in there, man. It was a lot of people. Where was I sitting at? You were sitting, uh, I don't want to say too close, but you was close. By I wasn't one. too close. I was by the window. Oh, oh yes, you were. I was yep. by the window, the and last look, row. Yep. <laughs> hey, look, you got a good memory. That's good. Hey, it ain't as good as yours, but look, I remember that. Look, that helps me to remember this part I was like part the third table. Yes, you the was. The last row by the vending machine. Yes, you was. <laughs> now, you're going to say you had on a pink and white shirt or it white was, and pink. No, it was pink and gray stripe. You still got that sweater. I still I got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember. Now, I know you had on some tight jeans. I did. And <laughs> I some, had just lost a whole bunch of weight. Yes, you did. Look, and you had on some Air Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Air Max shoes, you had a short hat. Dude. My hair, that was the first time I had cut my hair that short. Yeah, my, short hair, my, hair, little, my little spikes. Little spikes jumping <laughs> my off. My hair was, what color was my hair? I want to say maroon yeah. and black. It was maroon. Right. And um, <laughs> more, I remember, man, and I will not forget this to this day. Because I tried to, I tried not to rehearse. Mm -hmm. Like now, I'm trying not to rehearse for this podcast. <laughs> <coughs> I simply want to just say what it is, how it is, man, you yeah. know. But I remember 
telling myself, don't be hurt. Don't you just go in there natural. I gotta make sure I go to the right person though. <laughs> well, they tell you when you come in there though, where your, but, where but, your visit at. But I don't know you. But that, that's what I said. They tell you your visit sitting right there or what table they at. But you only know that afterward. You didn't know that. No, no, I didn't know that. No. Right. So, so because you, you didn't know, know what I looked like. Right. You so, had no pictures, no nothing. Right. So you don't know how this went. I'm telling this part of the show. You can only come from your end. So look, all I remember is this. The main thing I remember is this. When I walked in, I'm thinking like, and he, yeah, now I go to the desk Mm -hmm. and he tell me where my visit. But when I came in, I, I was trying to look at what table nobody's at where there's only visitors waiting for somebody right because it was like three of us in the shakedown room uh-huh. now i remember one of the guys sticking out there oh yeah my girl here oh yeah she here <laughs> so i'm like i'm not gonna look out there man i ain't doing that because i didn't want you know to this day man i always wanted you to know that whatever was your concern or worry about on your end about how I will perceive you, I wanted you to know your heart spoke to me through your letters. So it didn't matter. You could have came in there tall, short, black, blue, green, yellow, or orange. None of that mattered. If the person that wrote those letters showed up in that visiting room, she had a big hug and kiss coming. (laughs) I wouldn't care how she looked, pivot point blank. But I remember, man, when I went to the desk, he said, you know, because I knew the officer. He right. said, boo, your visit right over there. I turned and looked. <laughs> I said to my, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, like, all right, man, thanks. And as I was walking towards you, I don't know if I ever told you this part, but I kept saying, so that's her God, huh? <laughs> I said, thank you very much, sir. And when I got to you, I said, now would be our time to hug. So, <laughs> so dude, uh, would you like to get up and hug me? And I think I told you that you smell good and um, um, because you did. But I know, I, comp- I kept complimenting, oh, you so pretty. Look at you. You were so shy. You, now, you say shy. You were. Please explain the shy Because you have been macking and doing all that talking in them letters. Okay. And when we finally sat down and started to conversate, I'm like, first off, you wouldn't look at me in my face. You kept looking down. I'm like, okay. if you don't look at me. You, yeah, you said it for real. You don't remember that? No. And I, I kept on, saying, stop said being that? so shy. Oh, Why yeah, you being yeah. so shy No, for? you said stop laying down. Yeah, you, you kept, because like, you kept, like, you, you were just like a little baby. But look, I thought down. that was like within the. Because we stayed up there for like five, six, maybe yeah, six Yeah, we was up hours. there for all our visits was long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all of them was long. We had like nine hour visits most of the time. Yeah, but but I do remember thanking God. I was like, so that's who you got for me, huh? <laughs> I said, I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. But um, as we was talking, I do remember kept telling you, man, you're so pretty, man. What? But you know one of the questions I remember you asking me? What? You were like, so, um, I'm going to just come right on out and ask you. <laughs> Have you ever been with a plus-size woman? I asked you that. Yeah. I'm like, what is a plus-size woman? Where is she at? 
He was like, come on now. I'm saying, you know, have you ever been with her? And you were trying to tell me your weight, which I knew the three or four questions not to ask a woman, her weight, I think, how far she went to school, her age, and another one. So I wasn't going to ask you weight. And to me, you know, which that is... Won't have it always is. Mm-hmm. I might feel as though I got big ears, big nose, big lip, big stupid head, stutter. <laughs> She's not going to like me. But what you see on the other side is handsome, nice, yeah. um, respectful. And then the character and the personality, maybe I smell good or, or whatever, that goes with it. So I didn't see plus-size woman. I added everything in together and saw a beautiful human being, you know. And and like I say, I had convinced myself that God has sent you. So if he sent you, who am I to complain? And like I said, I don't think you're a plus size, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I knew what you meant. But I was like, um, I'm not really sure what you mean by plus size. You were like, come on. Come on now, nigga. That. Uh, I remember that. Come on now, nigga. <laughs> I mean, a big girl. Say, well, the biggest girl I've ever been with, um, I don't even know her size, but I like you. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't don't con- consider you plus I said, but man, I like you a lot, man. Yeah. You know, I won't forget them those little few. Part of, and then, of course, we talked a very long time. A very long time in which I kept telling you, come on, man. Yeah. Look come on. Look you up. kept, what, what was the purpose that you kept laying down on the table? I thought it was because. It was like you was being so shy. I'm like, I know you ain't sit up here and wrote me all these letters and talked to me on the phone all this time. See, look, time. I'm convinced of this. I believe it was a little bit of being tired. What was you up there all night, the night before? Well, you know, I Do was Do a push-up? No, I was a mover and a shaker. And I did, did work out a lot, you know what I'm saying? But I was a mover and a shaker, and I wasn't used to sitting down mm-hmm. talking like that in that type of atmosphere. I was used to maybe it's five of us, and I'm probably giving an order, or we, you know, and engaging like that. But to just sit down on a one-on-one with a woman... After seven years, I don't, I guess that was a part of it. I don't know. And then I was maybe shy. You know, I'm not. Um, well, I'm not shy, shy now. <laughs> Say you right, not no, shy. no, no, no. I'm not shy, but what well, I guess it was all that was you, mm-hmm. right, right. You know what I'm saying? Whatever, you know, all that you came with. You know, I don't know if I was just saying. I can exhale, man. And vice versa. Here, I, I mean, rest. I think my cheeks hurt so bad when I left out of that because you made me smile the entire time. And we just laughed and kicked it yeah. the entire time. Is it kicked it? Kicked it. Kicked. kicked it. <laughs> we hang out. We chilled. Yeah. We had fun. Oh, you you asking whether I want to eat. I think I was shy about that. I don't even I think mean, we ate that visit. Yeah, we, did not, think- we didn't eat or drink. <laughs> Look, I think I asked you for something to drink because I started smelling my breath. Uh-uh. 
And then I was, look, uh, hold on. Bet you what, I was so nervous, I forgot to put money on the card. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> oh, look, I think somebody gave us some yeah, stuff. Yeah, they gave us They gave yeah, us some stuff. As they was leaving. As they I was, was leaving. so nervous, because yep. that was my yep. first time, besides going like with my sister and brother to see my daddy, yep. that I was so nervous. And I had the money in my pocket to do it, but yep. I ended up putting it in the locker. Yep, and they but gave us some stuff when they was leaving. Mm-hmm. And you were, I'm like, I don't care about, I don't want nothing to eat. I said, you you being here is good enough for me. I don't want none, which I didn't really want none. But I remember them giving us some stuff. And whatever they gave us, I said to myself, I need to hurry up and eat some of this because I know my breath is probably stinking by now. And look, in my mind, you didn't know this part. I was saying to myself, do I ask her for a kiss? Because now, she, now. But you gave me a kiss when we first came in and hugged. But not no tongue kiss. Oh, okay. Right. What? I kiss you in your mouth? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, don't act like you remember that. I kiss you in your mouth? Yes. It wasn't no tongue kiss? No, it wasn't a tongue kiss. Okay. But you did kiss me. I thought I kissed you on your jaw. You probably did that too, because you, you always kiss me on my jaw, but I definitely remember you kissed me on my lips. Okay. So I kissed you on your lips, but I knew I, I was like, and gave me a tight hug, a very tight hug. I knew I said <laughs> because I wanted you to feel that I appreciate how far you had to come. I it knew, was a drive. yeah. Look, and I knew your father didn't know we was up there. I appreciate that you kept, you know, our business to yourself. I appreciate how far you came, and then. To have that type of heart, after reading my background, I said, man, this chick has a brave heart, man, (laughs) to come step in front of this, uh, whatever they got me labeled as. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Hey, you know what I'm saying? So I said to myself, she deserved this one here. But all what we talking, I said, do I ask her for a kiss? Is she going to ask me for one? But I know somewhere in that conversation, I say, well, you know I'm going to want a kiss when you leave. Be like, yeah, you can have a kiss when you leave. I said, oh, this is how the deal for the big seal. But, look, but I knew this. I said, but your breath is smelling bad because we have been talking four, five, six hours. Your breath? Oh, you talking about yours? Yeah, I knew mine was on fire. But, but you had ate some of the stuff, right? That's what saved me. Oh, when they left and gave us the stuff, I looked over there. I'm like, that right there, gonna, that's going to get me straight right there. And whatever they left us, well, look, I know it was a, a lot of this stuff they I had. I don't even had. remember what it was. Yeah. I had forgot about that part. Yeah. I just remember being so nervous, forgetting to put money on the car. Yep, I remember that now, though. Because I remember, they, was like, you, you was like, you ain't got no money on that. Yeah. Well, I remember saying this, too, that. Um, your love or your presence is um, it's fulfilling. I know I had some max stuff. You, you know did. You tried. You, um, but, <laughs> you love, but I was saying to myself, but how do you kiss her? I hope she don't think your breath smell bad. Mm. But when they gave us that stuff, I think it was like a pop, some chips, some more can, whatever it was. I know it was one thing, and I grabbed it. Let me get this. <laughs> I'm gonna put this in my mouth immediately. I said, now you know I'm gonna probably want it. But um our first kiss. Mm-hmm. What do you remember about that? I just remember you holding me really, really tight. 
really tight. It was a nice kiss. Yeah, I think it's I've... very mem. It's very memorable. Yeah. Um, I'll never forget that kiss. Yeah, I I recall that man, and I said to myself, man, and she's a good kisser. <laughs> I said, man, she's a good kisser. This is going somewhere, man. Just off a kiss? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, but you got to keep in mind, everything else we had talked about, and then you being there, me seeing who I'm writing. Like I said, you had already seen me. Right. You been seeing me the first freaking the first <laughs> I had no idea. So now I'm there with you, beautiful, smelling good, hair. The chain, great conversation. I knew you had pretty tall toes. You had said that part. Hands looking nice. Did I have my nails done? Yeah, nails done. Stay with my nails done. um, Nails done, smelling good, you know. And then you're a woman who is engaging and you um you appear to like all of what you see and I knew this was looking good. (laughs) You know, so I'm saying to myself, man, and then the kiss. The kiss sealed the deal. Yeah, the kiss sealed the deal. Man, that's serious. So when you went back, so, okay, so when y'all, after we hug and everything and say goodbye, and you sitting there, and you waiting for them to come back and shake you down so you can go back, you know, to the, wherever you go back to, what was you thinking? Oh, man, man, God sent me her. Oh, but you forgot, you said you was going up the stairs. Remember you said after you got dressed, you was walking up the stairs and you linked over the rail. And what'd you say? Because I forget you. I didn't mean to interrupt you about that part. But anyway, so after I was leaving and you were sitting in a chair. We sit there. Now we got to go back and get shook down. I'm happy now. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like, okay, man, this is a good thing. I'm feeling good. I don't need to tell nobody what's going on. Did I'm, I come back the next day? Hold on. I went on back to the... um unit, you know, took off my little dug clothes, put them back under the bed, <laughs> let them get back creased oh, down. Lord. Right. I got three outfits. I'm like, okay, this, bam, bam, put that one over there. One plastic on it, lay, you know, got back in my my janitorial attire. Uniform. Yeah. Um, and um, it was a surreal moment both times when I came to see you and when you left because when you left, it seemed like it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like, like, God, like about an hour. After was this I was a like, dream? I'm like, man. I think that's how I felt too. It was like, was that real? Well, I was Did like, that really um, just happen? Yeah. After Ooh. talking to this man for all this time? But she, I'm, I'm like, man, that's my woman. What is it? But look, I don't think you came back the next day, mm-hmm. that time. <laughs> <clears throat> I knew it was quite a few times that you did do, you know, Monday and Tuesday or Tuesday and Wednesday. I, I, but I don't think our first visit, it was two days back to back. I think maybe the next time you came, which probably wasn't that far away. And um, now I want to get to the part about this. So that's, I want to say that's around August. You know, my birthday is August 28th. Mm-hmm. You are September 5th. Mm-hmm. Virgo, Virgo. Virgo, Virgo. So, your father didn't find out until November, right? I, I guess like two weeks before Thanksgiving. 
um, we was up there, and then we had seen each other about like like you say you was coming so much. They started knowing you at the front door. They, <laughs> they knew, knew the kids. Oh, that's what I'm gonna ask you. So so look, when did you bring the kids? Was it like I, I didn't bring them the first couple times. Right, yeah. yeah, it was just me the first couple times. I'm like I gotta go. You know, we we've been vibing through the letters and on the phone and everything, but I gotta check them out first right. before he meet them. But when they did meet you, it was on and popping. They literally, they remember that time we came when they had their shirts on that said, <laughs> we won't boogie. They were screaming it in the lobby. All the CEOs cracking up. They like, okay, we finna go tell him you, he coming. He coming, he coming out. <laughs> they, boy, I came out tomorrow. Red. <laughs> that so, wasn't the first time they met you, though, but that was like later right, on yeah, after. Yeah. But hold on, look, look, you know. So hold on, did they say we won't boogie first and then you got the shirts? No, um, I make, I had, did I make them or I no, had them? No, I, I had those made. Had them yeah. made after they said After they said it originally right, and then right. their next visit they the wore them. next visit they, 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 they um, had them on. Yeah. So look, and now Zach, your father didn't find out, so May, June, July, August, September, like six months after we have seen been seeing each other. Mm-hmm. And when he found out, and you know, I don't know if this is a part of our podcast, but this is a part of the story. I'm going to tell it anyway. Okay. You know, so um, um, I do remember us getting into it about it. And a long story short. Who, me and you? No. Oh, I was going to say we had exactly no argument. That, oh yeah, and that's another thing I remember about our visit. You was easy. That's what I was gonna to ask you, to. like, because we say the pros and the cons of dating somebody that's incarcerated. I know a lot of people want to know what pros and cons are there. So are there any the pros or the cons? What do you think the pros and the cons are for us or for other people? For us, what were our pros and cons? Our pros was like you say, um, we had somebody. You know, mm-hmm. after we had not had nobody. I don't think not after we not had nobody. I think after the relationship, the toxicity of that... yours? Yeah, for I me. I had not had nobody for seven Well, me, years. yeah. The toxic relationships that I had been in. Right. Um, the abuse and just the all around. They just wasn't good people, you know? So I guess the pros for me would be... Which is a lot of them, um, you know. I would go over a few of them. The pros was that I had somebody who I believed in my heart. God sent for me, number one. I believe that too. I I believe both of us crossed paths for a reason because just bef- not before my surgery, but a little, a few months before that, even before me and Dude had been talking again and all that, because I knew him from long time ago, so it wasn't like he was brand new, but. I had also prayed to God, like, God, just send me somebody that is there, is that wants me for me, mm-hmm. that is understanding, that's going to love my children unconditionally, like they're there, that's going to accept me coming in with children, because we come as a package deal. Mm-hmm. You want me, you want them. Yeah, I agree Like, the little kids be like, you see her, you see me, you see me, you see them. <laughs> they ain't going nowhere, you know what I mean? They're, they're my number one priority, so... That was my main concern, and then when I found out you didn't have kids, that was a concern for me as well. What but we'll come back. To, we'll come back to that oh, part. Yeah. But um, 
But that was also a pro for me as well because yeah, no baby, mama no baby mama drama. Yeah, no baby mama drama. Yeah. I had been through that enough. Okay, I didn't want to deal with it. So, um, there was no baby mama drama, but there was also a pro for you because you ain't got baby daddy drama. Yeah, because he not in the picture. Period. So, yeah, but I don't know if I well. We discussed it. We yeah, did. but I always figure it's going to be some form of... Drama a little bit. No, not drama. Interaction with them because I know me. I knew that I would... I knew your kids would love me, for, you know, or now our kids. I knew the kids love me. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that they loved me, I said, you know, as a man, if I had kids, I would want to know the man that is in my kids life. You know, kids life. Yeah. So I know when I get out and I want to, you know, um, 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 touch on that too, but I know that I'm going to have a talk with him so that he know who's his children, even if he don't care about that. Mm-hmm. Right. I've, I felt, you know, that would be the man thing to do, the mature thing to do and the right thing to do and to let him know you're missing out. They're not missing out on the dead. Look who they got here now. Right. But the part that I want to touch on is that um, I knew sooner or later I would get out. Right. To be honest with you, oh, uh, I also want to touch on this part. I remember telling you maybe two months in or maybe our second visit or maybe the third visit, I need to bring something to your attention. I don't know if the podcast want to know about this, but I want to say this because this has something to do with, um, you know, your strength and your love towards me. I had another case, and I was facing natural life for that case. This is what the judge said. You come back in my courtroom, you're getting your little butt natural <laughs> life. You know, this is after all these armed robberies, attempted murders, aggravated kidnapping, this, that, and that, right? So I had did wrong all through my life. Like I said, this is my second time doing 25 years in the penitentiary, half and half. And um, I had another case, and he had promised me you know, I got something for you. You come right. back in my courtroom. You think I'm playing with you? Yeah, you think it's a game. So I was facing natural life for the the case. So I had to bring that to your attention. Hey, look, I need to bring this to your attention. I hadn't told nobody, not even my closest homie, your father, the crew. I was under the impression this: if they don't come get me. The day they let me out, like my grandmother always told me, the catching come before the hanging. I'm getting little at the door, <laughs> which is a very immature way of I'm viewing things. And yeah. that was going to happen anyway because they were going to come get me a couple of days before, before. I got out exactly. and lock my little stupid butt back up and take me for to go to the place. Right. But I said, hey, look, I'm facing natural life with this other case. And I'm scared to go address this case. Um, what my plans is, I'm gonna need you to be outside the door, because <laughs> I'm because I'm flying up out of this boy, and I need you to peel above. You like hold up, hold up for one minute. What? <laughs> like he done lost his bag. When I say no, I'm facing. What I said, or I can file a motion, and I can go see about it now. But I'm telling you, what and day, how much time did you have at that time um, of your regular time? Well, I had 26 years. No, I'm saying, like, how, how much 
time that you had left. left. Yeah. Oh, it was only like three months into in. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I so, do, so yeah, remember. yeah. It was still like six <clears throat> years and um, six months, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, um, or I could just file the motion. Go in there and address it and see what they're going to do. Maybe they won't give me natural life. Maybe they'll just add this or add that. But I'm scared, man. And I rarely admit that to a woman. Man, I'm scared. Right? You was like, no, no, no. First of all, ain't no Bonnie and Clyde jumping (laughs) off at the front gate. I mean, it's Bonnie and Clyde, but you know, it wasn't going to be there. Yeah, we ain't going to do that like that. What you need to do... You need and to put your big boy hands on and put your paperwork in and just go see Boogie. Right. I'm like, no, 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 no. You say that <laughs> now, but what if they give you say, I'm not going nowhere? I didn't. And the way you said it gave me the courage to go in there with them people. Because, like I say, I had a, a whole different plan. <laughs> And he was like, cause when they had me locked up in the back, all I was looking at when I came out was the exit. The exits. Every which way I can get about this boy. Ain't man, y'all ain't gonna go up in that cause I knew they weren't playing. You right. know, I knew they, you know, with their serious and they was telling my bull crap. But the way you said, no, no, Boogie, put the paperwork in and go see what them people was talking about. Yeah. I said, all right. <laughs> I right, now them people giving that to life. I plan to see you here still. You know what I'm saying? Saying you like you like, hey, and you look me straight in my eye, man. And I want to touch on the part about the 25 and 38, where you was 25 and mm-hmm. I was 38. But the way you said, no, I ain't going nowhere. I said she sees. <laughs> In my mind, I said, man, I ain't seen nobody who say something like that and meant it like that. I said, all right, I'm going to go put the paperwork in as soon as I get back. And I guess I'm going to skip a little. No, man, because it happened real quick. I put the paperwork. It did. It really did happen really quick. I put the paperwork in. Them people called me within, I want to say, like three weeks. That's what scared me. When they came back, it was like a court. I'm like, oh, Oh, hold up. A court date? I said, oh, so I called you. I said, hey, finna go to the killing field. They didn't call me up there. You said, already? I'm like, yeah, they called me in. They didn't give me a date. And they want to see my black butt up in um, McHenry um, County. Mm -hmm. You know, a long, long story short. Which actually was not too far from where I originally, where I lived when we met. Because I live uh, in Cold City. Co- yeah, yeah. yeah. Which so we was like an like, hour or so? Yeah, hour away from each other. And I always ask you that, like, <coughs> do you think if you had actually been out there, we would have ever met? But I don't think we would have ever crossed paths. I'll get back to that. Okay. But when I put the paperwork in, they gave me my court date. You know, none of the guys even knew I was finna go to court or none of that. So when the paperwork come and they was like, court date, they were like, boog, you going to court? Like, yeah, boy, finna go get this time cut in them, <laughs> on, on, on them food. You're like, what time cut? I'm like, no, I'm finna go get a time cut, man, just chill. I went to, you know, I said all my prayers. You know, like by that time, you know, my swag had turned up a little bit. Man, you know, I um, for you too, yeah, I, I really didn't want you to get no lunch. Yeah. <laughs> but I was saying, boy, 
Let them give me natural life and she try to break bad. <laughs> She'll be bogus in the mud because I could have just easily not did this. But it would have, like you said, it would have turned out even worse because days before you But I would have had to find that you. out that day. I, want, I wouldn't have found that out, but that you, you gave me the courage, man, yeah. to put the paperwork. I put it in. They called me to them people place. Man, Marquita, I... I you know, uh, get to stay via. We was always in contact all the way through, you know. Either I think you I actually even, did I try to come up there? Yeah, I think you tried to come up there and they said I didn't have a list and yeah. that my list didn't follow me, but I knew you was coming up there, you know. You was <laughs> I was always, right there. Yeah, I yeah. I was like 15 minutes from the place. And even if you won, man, you showed me, you know, you used to drive seven, eight, nine hours to come see me, to to spend nine hours with me. So, Butt hurt and sit yeah, on them seats. Right, so I knew... <laughs> That you had me wherever I was gonna be at in the world, you right? You know, I was convinced. You had convinced me of your pure, unconditional love for this brother here. You know what I'm saying? I must say that. You know what I'm saying? And it was hard for me to, for the dude to. Um, that was one of the hardest thing I've done in jail, man. To put that. To, yeah. So when I get to Stateville, I'm still praying and all that. I'm back in this nasty place and this, that, and that. They call me to go to court. I'm going to court. I'm praying all while I'm there. I'm in the holding cell, and by me coming from the penitentiary, they got me in another holding cell because I already got time. Mm -hmm. And then they got all of the other people there who fighting the cases and all that. So by they got me over here, I'm already looking like I'm, you know, a ruthless villain. I got different color clothes. He on. Was. Yeah, I got all the and and you know and um, the PD come in. We've been waiting for you, sir. I said, man, for what, man? Look, man, try to, he said, look, we finna get you eight years. I think he said eight or 10. I got the, the um, um, paperwork. It was either eight or 10. But I knew this. He said, we'll get you eight years at 50% time, con uh, no, hold on, time credited for the time you've been locked up, which means, Ralph, Time is considered served because you's already did. Um, I had been gone at that time seven years. So even if they gave me 14 years, that was in half. I had done that. But they gave me 10 or 8. So that's 5 if it's 10, mm -hmm. 4 if it's 8. I already got the time. I said, what? This is in two minutes. Mm -hmm. So seven years, I worried and beg God, man, let me be able to run when I get out, you know, have somebody out there, let me do everything in the world, man, except get natural life. It took me two minutes to go in there. They said all that. He said, when you go in front of the judge, just say yes, yes, no, and yes. You're going to sign the papers and you back out of here. I said, yes, 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 no, yeah. I said, I got you, let's, let's go out there. We go out there. i never forget this, man. It was a white lady. You know, it was around Christmas time. And um, I don't know if she winked, and it was in my brain she winked at me. I don't know if it was, oh, I don't God, know. Baby. But I got in front of her. She said, how you doing, Mr. Watson? Everybody's been waiting on you. <laughs> don't make no sense. Well, I say, ma'am, I'm here, ma'am. Right, she said, I see you. She say, um, so do you agree with what the um the state and your PD has um 
um, decided, I said, yes, ma'am. And the, the prosecutor just started throwing my record out there. Well, Your Honor, you know um, that he had already did 25 years. He already had aggravated kidnappers. He had attempted murders. Not one, not two, but he had, and she went on and on. I turned to the PD. I said, didn't y'all talk about this? I, I said, no. I, I was like, sir, I thought he was like, just be cool. So the PD said, yes, and we have spoke about all this with Your Honor and this. And she's like, yeah, we already spoke about this. We, you know, and we've agreed to eight years or ten at fifty percent at this, you know, in this. Um, do you agree, Mr. Watts? I said yes, yes, no, and yes. She said, "Sign the paper." My hand was shaking so <laughs> bad. The way I signed my name on there, I, cause I know one thing: when you sign the paper, the deal is done. I'm trying to get it over without. And I'm in handcuffs, like, you know, with the shackles. Mm. I grab this hand, this, um, my left hand, <laughs> quick as I ever writ, you know, <laughs> sign my name. And that's when I thought I saw the wink. She was like, you know, and enjoy your holidays. Thank you very much. I got back to the holding cell. The first thing I said, man, thank you, God. Wait till Marquita hit this. <laughs> It's over with. I'm coming home after my first time is up. And, man, we finna do this. I'm straight. I'm, You know, I was trying to rush back. They had food. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, y'all take the food. I'm good on that. I'm like, I got to get to a phone. Because I know you was, you know, even though you wasn't there, you knew I was at court. You yeah. probably thinking, like, I wonder what they giving them. You know, how much, what's going on up in there? I said, wait till she hit. It's over day. with. I'm just like, oh, Lord. I hope you call me with good news. I hope it's not bad news. Either way, you know. Is what it is, but yeah, I was waiting on that phone call. <laughs> I was definitely waiting on that phone call. So, so just say they gave me natural. Like, what would you would have said seriously? I don't know. I honestly don't know. So I mean, you know, I would have at least wanted to comfort you in knowing. That <laughs> <laughs> what type of you com- would never come out. That's not funny. No, but that would. But been, that would have been the truth. Yeah. You know. Um. I don't know. In all honesty, I believe that we still would have been friends. Um, I still would have came and visited you and brought the boys yeah. to see you and stuff yeah. like that. But eventually, I would have had to move on with my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and course. see, me being me at that time, even though I was attached and and I don't want to say the in love part yet. You know, I was enthralled in you. You know, you he had was lusting. But no, I don't. We're lust. Of course, I wanted to have sex with you. Never, you know, common sense, you know, um, and you know, touching you, can, you. Not just. I don't think lust is always just sex. It was just, you know. Well, lust has a lot to do with drooling at the mouth. You weren't doing that. Yeah. Okay. Then. But <laughs> I wasn't in lust with you. Okay. Because I know I wasn't finna have sex with you, so that would have been a waste of my freaking time. Right. You know, doing that, and of course, I, you know, um. You know, when I was back in the sale, lust in my mind, you know, and um, um, got to know me right. off of you, <laughs> you know, you know, look, masturbated, man. It ain't no need to me pulling no punches. <laughs> the real kind, too. Like, you was there. Ooh, baby. Oh, I boy. love you. Ooh, my kid. So, 
that part, but that doesn't mean I was in lust with you. Okay. But I was deeply um, enthralled like you enthralled said. with okay. you, man. You know, so I would have hated to say I need you to go ahead. Even if you don't want to, I would have probably eventually took your name off the list because I would have known you was going to leave anyway or possibility. But so you would take my name off the list so we couldn't come visit? Yeah, like, look. Why would you do that? Because, like, at first, like I said, I didn't even want. I just said that we still would have came and visited and been but, there. Yeah, you know? but, but, but I would you not still be my have, homie. have known that and I would not have believed that uh-huh. at that time. Even though, like I say, I was into you, we was enthralled in one another, mm-hmm. I didn't believe you was going to do the six and a half. So ain't nowhere in the world, and I didn't want somebody to, um, you know, latch on to And I kept telling you, hey, you probably, I don't know, have you ever been with somebody like that before? No. You said no. And I was <laughs> like, this Very probably ain't sad. the best of the best thing, but I give you my word on this, <laughs> if you do. I'd be the best man that you ever had in your life. You know, I don't know if I've stood firm to that. Yeah. I appreciate that very much. I need You've people to... above and beyond. Did y'all hear that out there? <laughs> that brother, above and beyond. Right. So, but I wouldn't have been able to show you that had they gave me natural life. So, I would have begged you just leave. But I don't want to talk about that part because that didn't take place. The, the part, I guess, I was trying to conveyed to you that I really did appreciate the fact that you said you would stay and that you gave me the courage to, and I believe you would have, you know, honestly. I'm just glad I didn't have to take you through that, but um, um, that was one of the things I said I wouldn't forget about you ever. And that was, I think... To go back to our pros and cons, that was definitely a con. I was very nervous about it because, like you said, we were definitely enthralled, probably a little too much over each other at the time. Yeah, and, and to gain a friend, the gain the friendship that we had built with each other, that made me sad to think that maybe one day we wouldn't have that. Having that, yeah. Because when I say we talk about yeah. everything. There was there was literally nothing that we hadn't talked about from head to toe. Nothing, out, everything. And see, you got your letters. That's why I'm glad. But I could respond to your letters of what Just I was reading your response. Yeah, yeah. Well, I believe Leo, I could do it because I'm still in that um, in that mind frame because everything today happened from that, and I haven't forgot that. You know, and I'm, you know, and it's just, um, it's something that's engraved in my life right now, right? So I could probably respond back to your letters without even having my letters that you wrote me. What do you, um, what do you think was a con for you with having this relationship? Excuse me, you being incarcerated. One of the main ones is I didn't think you could stick it out. Yeah, I think another one for me was, um, and I'm, it might be sappy, but every time we left a visit to see you sitting there and you couldn't walk out the door with us, mm-hmm. that was that was that was hard for me. But I knew once I got on fifty, what was it, fifty seven? Fifty seven. 
within an hour you was calling me. <laughs> yeah, hold on now. It that never failed sure. that when I left a visit, whether it was me by oh, myself, yeah, right. me yeah. and the kids, me and my sister, it didn't matter. You was calling. Even when I didn't come see you and I went to go see my daddy and you knew yeah. that yeah. our visit was over because he came back or whatever. Yeah. I knew within the first hour of us being on the road, gassing up, leaving, all that, yeah. you was calling the phone. Yeah, man. That and was we would our talk thing. That entire, well, we wasn't 20 minutes then, was it? 20? No, it was a little bit they, longer then, yeah, but. I think they had moved it up to like a half an hour. Yeah. And we was talking that entire Half of that ride mm-hmm. after that visit. So. Oh, and another con was like, would not necessarily would you have the weather withal to stay that long, have that staying power? Would you believe the words I was saying? Right. Right, I knew that it was. A- I, yeah, I think that too was um, a difficult for me, difficulty for me in the beginning, only because I had watched so many prison shows and I had heard so many horror stories of um, people being with people in prison and they got out and acted a fool on them or they told them what they thought they wanted to hear and I just wasn't for the bull. I see. I knew that and. In a way, I believed everything you said, but then it was always in the back of my mind, like, what if this nigga's telling me a story? What if I look like an an entire fool? I knew that. What if I look like an entire fool after I waited all this time? I knew that. Excuse me. I knew. See, I was looking at it from experience. Mm -hmm. This was your first time. This was my second time. So I knew... And I had watched some of those shows too. But, and then see, I'm privy to the guys. You're privy to the girls out there. Mm-hmm. So I hear them saying, I'm gonna get this big B or this tramp ain't this. I'm gonna get me some money or boy, as soon as I get out, I'm gonna do this. And it was some that was sincere. So I'm privy to hearing on this side of right. the um, um, fence. But I knew that I was in a league of my own. And I just wanted, I said to myself, just let her believe me. If she believe me, I'm going to impress her more than she's ever been impressed before. If she don't believe me, she's going to be sick to the stomach when I get out and be the message that I bring. I just didn't want that to happen. I just wanted, I knew you were scared. Mm -hmm. I knew your friends was going to be talking crazy. Your um, parents, your family, everybody was going to be nay, 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 nay. I remember meeting, first meeting, Granny, (laughs) which was... um, Surprisingly, it was a very nice visit. Look, and it wasn't that far after we had been together. Right, You know, and I asked you... To bring her up there, yeah. I say, man, you speak so much of your grandmother as opposed to your mom's. What you say, well, because I'm around her more and you know, this, that, and that. I said, man, I would like to meet her. I remember the look on your face. What? <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> you was like, what? I was like, because how, how do you go approach a grandparent and be like, oh, well, you know, I want you to come meet somebody in jail? Like, well, how did you do it? I just sat her down and asked her, did she want to meet you? Hold on, no, I want to hear the 
Uh, you know what? I honestly don't remember how the conversation went, but I do remember <laughs> letting her know that you did want to meet her, and she agreed to it. She didn't have any negative thing to say. Look, look, I was very surprised. Look, I think that she was, was like, "Yeah, I think she was like, yeah, I want to meet this this boogie." Because yeah. you had been writing her letters too and sending her stuff and so stuff like that before. Already? I believe no, so. No, I had not wrote. Was no. that you started after? Yeah, look, okay. I had not wrote. Now look, I had a gift for her when she came. I remember that you had gifts all the time when we came. all the time. You know, I called it my courting, but you say that's not. But <laughs> I didn't I, say you, it was it. You say that it wasn't. Um, I don't remember saying that. Well, we had didn't date. Right, we didn't date. Okay, but I I called that. You know, I was Dating. showing you that. You know, I do have the ability to court. To court, even mm-hmm. though I'm in jail. Right. But let's get back to Granny. <laughs> I do remember you said it went just like this. You said, Granny, I need to tell you something. Because she didn't know. No, she didn't. So I could not have been writing. But it. this was not before the, the I asked her to visit. She did not know. Oh, Lord. Period. Okay. You said. Look, I remember you said, because I had to put a name on my list. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Right. So I said, uh, man, I want to meet your grandma. You were like, what? <laughs> I'm like, she can't be that bad. I've never done anything to her. She's never done anything to me. We start off fresh, um, period. I said, man, do you mind if I put her name on my list and just ask her when she comes see me? If she don't want to come, I'm like, cool. If I'm not mistaken, this is how you said it went. You said you set her down. You and her by yourself. Granny, I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing this guy in jail. You said she looked at you like with her glasses. You said she looked at you like, okay, what else? You said, and he wants to meet you. You said she said immediately, yes. What do I have to do when you going? Well, I was like, um, because I, re- I'm trying to think back. I think the reason that she said that is because she had heard. No, I think maybe, she, but from, from my mama. I think from my mama because my mama knew. So your but mom's I, I knew. think I, be- I don't remember. Hold on, but- if your mom's oh, knew, they ready to everybody. That's how it happened. <laughs> if your, if Fatty Poo knew. Well then, yeah, she the one that made um, leaked it out. So, 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 all right. Let's say she knew, had heard about me, mm-hmm. but I know she was surprised when you said because that. I know once she found out when she came back, I know she got on the phone. With Uncle Ronnie was like, "Look him up." Oh yeah, I, look him up. But see, we <laughs> but look, we talked about all that. Yeah, then. what would happen? Yeah, yeah. So look, but. I won't forget this, man. And I think she said, this is the reason what made her like me. Because she was, you know, she told all your business. She was like, <laughs> now, you know she got two kids. You know As she if I didn't married. tell you that already. Right, but, but look. Because you won't... met me, what, in the middle or the end of the, my divorce? 
I was in the middle yeah. of getting a divorce. Yeah, yeah it and, wasn't fighting like yet. The middle. But yeah. But I remember saying, Well, you know she's been married, well, you know she got two <laughs> kids and this, that, and that. I'm like, Yes, like, ma'am. I'm, I'm sitting right there, like, right, you don't yeah. know none of this. Yeah, I'm like, Yes, ma'am. She, you know, we, you know, we, we, we speak about everything. But I remember she asked me, she said, I think she asked me what I'm going to do when I get out or this, how far I went to school. But she said this. She said, see, I don't understand it. Would you let somebody in your family or somebody you love talk to somebody in jail? I said, ain't no goddamn way. (laughs) No. Without a doubt or contradiction, no. Because I know how they is in there. But she told me later. She said, that's what made me like you. You know, is that you told me the truth that you wouldn't let nobody in. She said, Well, I'm gonna tell you this, and this one she gave me this saying, it's a poor wind that doesn't change. Mm-hmm. I said, I need you to repeat that one more time. <laughs> yeah, a couple times. Right, I was she like, if said, you that one more right, time. She said, it's a poor wind <laughs> that doesn't change. I said, I can usually get little phrases, but let me think about it for a second. So I took about a minute or two. I said, I don't get it right now, but I'm going to think about that. She said, all I can do is say, I care about them boys. Mm-hmm. This woman can do whatever she want to do. And when you get out, we going to see yeah. what's going on. And do you know she was the first person that I went to see mm-hmm. when I got when out? Get out? I know. I took you to see her. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was the first person beside you. We went past all types of houses. My homies, <laughs> them house people I knew. You know, I say, take me to Granny's house, <laughs> you know, and look, after she came up there, we had rolled a lot, mm, man, a whole lot, for years, What do you man. call it, uh, Grandma Dynamite. Yep, Grandma Dynamite, <laughs> for years, we rolled and rolled and rolled, man, yep. you know, and she was- And I'm the, surprised that she wrote you. Yeah, you know, and she was the first person, she was like, now Doug ain't gonna like it. <laughs> Well, I'm going to let you know that right now. Doug ain't going to like, I'm going to get him on my side. She say, but if you can get him on your side, you okay. But I'm going to let you know right now, he ain't going to think, so we ain't even going to tell him. Right. Like, yes, ma'am. But, yeah, she was the first person beside you. Well, she wasn't even up yet, you know. We had, she was up. She had, I think she had just got up. Well, with her robe on, mm-hmm. I was telling you, make sure she got some clothes. And she was like, I knew you was coming home today. I knew it. I'm like, you ain't know nothing. She was like, I knew it was you at the door. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I was silly. So, well, what's the other con? Um, I think um, loneliness. the loneliness definitely loneliness. is a big con. Um, and you just got to, I guess, be strong enough to endure knowing that at the end, end of the, the rainbow, mm-hmm. it's going to be a wonderful life. You, it could possibly, you hope, right? you it could possibly be a wonderful life. You, but you thus that. far, I have to say that it's been a wonderful life. I appreciate that. I'll it take has that as been a, compliment. a wonderful life. Um, you have been more than I could have ever expected and more. My boys love you. Our boys love you to death. I would like to second that. Um, It has been... um, As I can... From from what I can see, my family loves you. 
Um, you know, there's a few here and there that have their stuff they want to say, but you know, so, you know what we say to that. What? So yeah. So <laughs> now what? what it's eleven that. years now. This May it'll be eleven mm-hmm. years. And a lot of people say, well, um, when I remember when we were telling people we was together all that time, they're like, well, y'all wasn't actually together, yeah, been, but yeah. we was together almost 11 years in a couple months, yeah. a few months. Um, so with this type of relationship, there's always going to be pros and cons, just like there is if you have you meet somebody outside yeah, of prison. The it, it, there's going to be pros and cons. Um there may be more pros because that person is physically there with you and can help you and mm-hmm. do all this. But to find somebody of your caliber in a jailhouse is amazing. Yeah, I've been hearing, man, <laughs> that they want some type of duplicates of me. Some they were asking, is it any more in me? Is there like me? I was telling I them. I did. Actually, I had um, my boss. She was like, we, we need to just put them on Amazon and just have, like, you can order a Build-A-Route. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's Jenny? No, that's, that's, Vicky. that's Vicky. But, you know, it's just. It's our story has been amazing. I know not everybody's turns out that way, um, you know, but you got to pray. And if it's for you, it's for you. If it's not, it's not. I want some people to give us some good questions. I definitely want to hear the, some good questions. The um, hard. The hard questions, because we're going to answer them. The hard questions, um, I want to hear some of y'all's stories. Because yeah, I know that too. there's a few people that have had baby daddies, husbands that have either been with them on the outside and went to jail. And what has that been like with okay. pros and cons? Um, those who have met people in jail. Mm-hmm. Because there may be a lot of people that have and just don't speak about it. And there might be people that want to speak about it, you know, and somebody that want to try, but their friends have had bad experiences about it. And everybody's experience is not going to be the same. You know, you you have to I don't want to make it seem like you, you have to set those boundaries for the two of you. And maybe you have talk to, to somebody and talk to somebody in up that has already. been in the, the situation and. Just hear their stories. That loss and one. That yeah, both. Because, because there, there's definitely gonna be losses. Yeah, you definitely. Know, look, look, I would rather talk to some people who it worked for and didn't work for. You to know, see so, the differences, yeah. yep, to see what they did differently. And then when you go to go meet the guy or the woman, because you know, it could be a man that's mm-hmm. trying to go see a woman in jail and she could be just as you know, hardcore and wrong as a guy can be in there. Right. You know, all guys in jail, they're not bad, man. You know, I bear witness to that. I just wouldn't, you know, prefer, you know, me to introduce my family to them because I've saw the percentage of how they, um, the 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 bad guys, you know, that is not for the take away from the brothers that's right. in there who looking and, for somebody. And even if, like, if we if we had a daughter, I would that was would not be a life that I would want for her. Yeah, yeah. Because, oh, like I said, neither. It it just some not that it just doesn't always work out. It just is. It's not a good look all the time. Yeah, that's you know? true. It's and, not a good oh, look. Oh, that's another thing. You had to go tell people. Exactly. Like if, if they ask, well, where your man at? He in jail. He in jail. Or how you meet him? Oh, I met him in jail. Met like, him in jail. I love you to death, but do you all think that that's a 
a story that I want, not our story, our no. journey, but to tell people, oh, yeah, I met yeah. my husband in jail. Yeah, that's not so That's hard. You, um, broke. But it could also be... A testimony. Yeah, testimony. Yeah. You know, because it's the truth, and they're going to hear the podcast, and then they're going to be like, hold on. I thought she said she <laughs> met Ralph um, on the south side of Chicago, but that... So so look, another thing. What about our age difference? Um, I thought at one point it would be hard, but it actually to me, in my opinion, it hasn't been. I see it probably being a little bit harder on your end, like even when it comes to like the music and just simple things, the music or if we get into an argument or something and you probably looking at me like is is she acting like a big kid right now? But you know, what what do you think? I think, well... Because there's a 12-year age difference. 13. Thir- 13? How old are you now? Thir- I just turned 36. I'm finna turn 50. Mm-hmm. So that's so, 14, but we right behind each other. So right, 13. right behind, so 13. So look at this. How about, were you used to dating I've always dated. I've always dated older guys. They've always, they haven't been this old. <laughs> oh, no? No, you're the oldest. 13 years old. 13 years older, yeah. <laughs> That's the oldest relationship I've ever had. But yeah, I've always dated five years, four years, whatever. I'm, I don't think I've ever dated anybody my age or younger. Well, I think, I'm trying to think. I, don't, I think you're, you are the biggest age gap. You are. Yeah. Because when you met me, I was 25. Right. And I was 38. Mm-hmm. And to this day, I, I know that that's the reality of it. I don't feel like that, or I don't. You don't feel your that. age, or you don't feel the age gap. Well, I don't feel my age number one. Well, we know that because you I'm bounce up and down move, through here you like know, you twenty one. I'm like, I'm dude, doing. sit down. So, <laughs> right. So I don't feel forty nine. Right. But I don't feel the age gap between us. The only time I feel it. Is when it comes to technology. Okay. Because I don't But that's know. not the age gap between us. That's the gap between well, yeah. you being incarcerated and not having the technology. Well, that's true. That doesn't have anything I don't I don't think personally to do with us. But I believe it do because you know it. But, oh, because I do so much. Right. Whether it be with the it, phone, and you the know computer, it. Yeah. So now me trying to Learn it from you. I know it, it gets frustrated. It does. Yeah. Like when I'm even when the kids are teaching you something, yeah. they they be like, oh, "Really, yeah. dude?" Yeah, yeah. So that's <laughs> like we when expect I you to it. pick up on it just like that, like we did. But I have to remember when I was coming up, that was my era. Like right. I, I taught computer classes at school sometimes, and you know I I did everything on computers. So right. See, you know, I was phones. In- I had a beeper, but it was the phone era. You know, I had cell phones. Every different kind of cell phone you could think of. And when see, you went in, what, were there cell phones? They had uh, the, the chirp, chirp. No, <laughs> the no, next the, yeah, yeah, the next tail. But see, what hurt me? I told you this was my second time right. doing twenty five years. So, nineteen ninety one, I got locked up the first time mm-hmm. to two thousand four. Do you know all the stuff that came out between then? Oh yeah. A lot. <laughs> so now I get out in 2004 trying to learn. Trying to catch up. More, I think MySpace was. Oh, Lord. MySpace <laughs> and Nextel was what was cracking. Ooh. 
before I even got to learn how to do the chirp and all that, I got back locked up yeah. in 2006 until 2019. Mm-hmm. So I didn't miss all. And then in there, you know, it's basically, you know, survival of the fitness. I'm not trying to learn how to do a computer or a tech and all. I'm trying to, you know, um, um, stay alive and make sure right. I'm eating and, you know. But... um those two big gaps that I miss, you excelled in them. Right. You know, it so you have a personal in. teacher here. Well, yeah, you but, just got to take the time and see to I'm, learn it. Right, but yet I'm, and once again, them two big gaps um, makes me want to do everything else. Walk outside, yeah. see the sunrise. Um, I miss so much that the small things that is don't played out to, to us, you right. that don't matter to you, it is astonishing to me. I'd like to see it. I want to do it. We can ride past a, what's the name of one of these places down here? Uh, oh, like like Krispy Kremes or the, you know, all the things that is old to you Yeah, is brand new to me. You know, I was... Um, deprived of those things for so many years so now i'm trying to and see i don't want to say catch up because i'm not trying to catch up because i don't i'm not trying to rush it i want to enjoy all the things up until then but the internet is taking off so yeah you know every day something new so it's still i may not catch up with it but you got three teachers here yeah you got me and both the kids that can teach you whatever you need to learn. And then maybe when I do sit down and listen to somebody and learn mm. it. Because as of late, <laughs> I've learned a few things. On your own. You know, on the texting side. I, but I don't got a lot under my belt. Well, you working with iPhone, so you you doing good. Well, yeah. <laughs> You're but, doing good. But the iPhone, I am missing. You're missing out. Yeah, I'm doing a disservice. I know. I'm doing a disservice (laughs) to this iPhone because I only do like three things. I think I just learned about the YouTube, just got a Facebook. (laughs) You know, I text. I don't even speak text. Right. I don't even type my text. I speak text. I'm just slowing down now to type my text. It's all right. I just learned about TikTok. Don't know how to make a TikTok. You right, so yeah, I'm. I'm You're gonna definitely have to make one of those. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to do next. I want to do a TikTok, mm-hmm. a dance TikTok, or mm-hmm. some type you of. Do that. Yeah. I set you up to do that. You know, so so for <laughs> me, the age gap, you know, because you can like now you're holding a conversation. So I'm 38, you're 25, yet we're able to talk about... Now, I don't know the people on the TV that you know, all the rappers, because I don't really watch TV. I don't right. listen to... Um, and that's uh, true. You don't watch no TV, right, really. A uh, whole lot of music. Movies, I don't you will sit down on, and watch the movies with right, me, but I don't you can't look at Facebook. <laughs> I don't, you know, so I'm, you know, I'm not really in the know no more about, you know, what's going on. I'm so in, when you were in there, you watched a lot of TV? I know Shawnee, like, on, on, on TV now, I would have known their names then. Mm. But for the last four years that I've been out, I don't watch TV. I don't know well, I mean, about not a bad Facebook. Thing. You know, but you got a Facebook. It's just sitting there. Right. It's, 
is just saying, I don't have no friends. I think you just be friend to me. I don't know nothing about it, and I'm not too interested in it. I'm just now becoming interested. Like I, you know, told everybody, let me take my time. I want to enjoy some of the other stuff, like driving by myself, flying up the e-way, get you know, doing things that. Man, they wouldn't let me do, like, I want to get up right now and walk outside, smoke me a cigarette, feel good. You know, that's, and to you, that might not be nothing. To me, you know, like right now, whatever time it is, where I was at, they already in the bed, locked up in their cells. Yeah. You know, so, you know, the age difference between us, man, I only think come through the technology. Otherwise, Issues, parenting. Um, that's what I was on. Actually, did you think I would be a good parent? Oh, you know, even though um, I didn't have no kids, I wasn't honestly sure. I knew that you had been around a lot of kids. Um, you grew up with, you know, your brother's kids and you know everybody else in the family. But I wasn't worried about it because at the end of the day, we were going to parent together. So whatever you lacked. I would help you pick that up. Right, that's what I was banking you know. on. And and that's really in all aspects. I figured right. if I'm lacking on something, she can come pull up the rear and, you know, we can do it. At the same time, she may be lacking some things that right. I can, you know, pick up the rear again. And then I come with fresh thoughts and you have Every fresh day. thoughts, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, right, you know, so like I say, I don't. I know our age right. difference. I only really know it when I look in the mirror and see the gray hair. Right. When I dye my hair, I'm going to be feeling. You ain't never dyed your hair. No, I said I was going to do it, man. I said I was going to do it on the wedding. You know, I, I was going to ask Uncle Tony. We was talking about it, and he told me how much dye it takes and <laughs> everything. I, I, I said, I'm man. I'm glad you didn't. I like your, your salt and pepper was more salt now, yeah, but. It's all, no, it's, it's all salt now. It's all salt now. <laughs> It's all but, something, man. Ain't no more pepper. Pepper than you try to say that's my fault. That could be a part of it, but whatever. There is no more pepper. Nope, it? it's really not. <clears throat> it's, it's just all salt. But I want to try. Your mustache is pepper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like to try. One Let's day. See how you so, look. Yeah. Yeah, we can do yeah, that. I said I was going to do that. We can definitely do that. I, 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 if you don't like it, you know it comes out. That's right. So. 11 years in, in May. Yeah. Um, any advice that you would give? To who? To somebody in a similar situation. Or any women or men thinking about dating somebody that's incarcerated. And not saying that, oh, we condone it. It's something that, oh, it's the newest trend. No, not saying that. Just giving some advice to somebody that's going through the same thing. And just, they're like... I don't know what I'm going to do. Is this for me? Um, can I trust this person? How my family going to view me? How they going to view them? Like, what advice would you give? Well, the advice I would give for the incarcerated man. Mm-hmm. Or woman. But right, I want to speak from the man point of view. Okay. And this may, you know, um, trickle over to the woman. If the man is looking for somebody, um, when he go in, he needs to go in with, I I suggest, go in with good intent. Mm -hmm. You speak to God and you ask him, 
you know, to bring you somebody. And when he sent her, because he's sending her, you know, you is his child. You know, he want what's best for you. So he's going to send her. Mm-hmm. You have to do right by her. First, I would, you know, suggest that you get yourself, you know, 100. And that's not the easiest thing in the world to become a much better person, a better human being, a better man. You know, you can say it, but it's really hard you know, because old habits die hard and they mm-hmm. will rear their face again and again and again. But if you really want you somebody in your life, you know, that is amazing, you have to be willing to be amazing for her. Right. You know, I started working on myself before you got there. Right. You know, so by the time you appeared it was you know it was kind of like second nature to me i knew man i knew man this is her and i knew what i wanted and i knew i was sincere about it and see god knew it so you can try to trick them if you want to and you can say man send it i wouldn't make a deal with them like if you bring her i promise god i'm gonna do this because you never can tell what may take place in life you know so what i suggest is that you get yourself to the best you can be. So when she come, man, you can be the best for her that you can be. And then you just gotta keep praying on it. You know, it's a work in progress. The whole the relationship. Whole way through. The whole way the through. The whole way through. The, yeah, the whole way through. It's just as the same as any relationship. Right. You know, it's a work. Um, y'all are working to make one another better. Yeah. And if you ain't making one another better, you probably want to leave that alone because you're only going to make each other worse. You know, so in our case, it worked. It's, you know, it don't always work. This is not no. something I'm going to tell my daughter, go in there and go find your man in the penitentiary or my sisters or my aunties. But I'm not going to, you know, shun them away from it. Right. You know, if they ask me, I'm going to just be honest with you. Your uncle was there. You know, your your brother Somebody was there. Somebody gave him a chance. You know, and they gave me a chance. So you have to, man, if you see, it's time And you're going to see signs. And you're going to see, you the gonna see the red flags. Early they, on. They're, they're the there. They're, they're there with when you meet people on the outside. Right. So Early on. You choose to ignore them, then that's you. That's you. But they're going to be there. They're going to be signs. So that's what I was saying. On both ends. You know, get yourself ready for it. And then when she come there, you have to be, you know, true at heart, man. Don't ask God for something you're that, not ready you, for. that you're not ready for, that you plan on in your devilish mind that you're going to mistreat because it's not going to work out anyway. And that's in there and out here. Yeah. That is true. So I know we've been talking a long time and they probably tired of us by now. So we're going to go ahead and end the podcast out. But we definitely want to hear from everybody. Did you enjoy it? Is it something you could do without? More suggestions, topics that you would want to hear? Again, y'all can send us a message at he say, she she say, say. Marquita and Ralph at gmail.com and we will read through every comment we will read through every email and we will respond back um at our earliest convenience you know it's just us reading these messages so we're definitely going to comb through them and read um everybody's that we get a chance to um we will be back 
hopefully posting Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Yes. And we want to do a little something different with ending out our podcast. And my lovely co-host and husband here wants to say a prayer. And that'll just be our ending to each podcast that we do. So he's going to do it first in Arabic. Yes. And then he'll do it the regular way. Are y'all ready for this? This is called the Fatiha. Azubiyalay min al-Shaytan al-Razim, Bismillah al-Rabbi al-Rameen, Alhamdulillah al-Rabbi al-Rameen, Al-Rakman al-Rahim, Malik Yamadin, Yagna Buddha, Yagna Stahin, Itnadasroto, Mustakin, Serodor Razina, and Atu Alayhim, Garil Magdubi Alayhim, Waladalim, Amin. In the name of Allah, the most gracious, most merciful, Lord of the world, Master of the day of judgment, the alone we worship, the alone we seek refuge, show us the straight path, the path of those that earn thy favor, not the path of those that earn thy wrath, nor the path of those that's gone astray. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. We'll see you guys you. next time. Please send in some questions. He I want to say, check out. she our say. Our music is by our son. Yes. Davion. I need him to get his credit, you know. <laughs> credit you know, where credit is due because he, he did his thing. Yes, he did his on thing. On our intro and outro music. And outro. So definitely give him a little thumbs up for that. But until next time, bye. <laughs>